1: you are on cruise control welcome everyone it's fred staub at the wheel of the cruise control van we are tooling around the leaves are changing and so is our engine oil it appears to be leaving yeah. the engine good thing i put the diaper under our three and a half cylinder engine less
0: it, it is good i don't quite understand why our engine oil is is greenish yellow
1: uh, I think I do. Maybe a blown-headed gasket.
0: you sure we put oil in,
1: Well, or was it orange juice? We'll get that during the break, but first we're going to head down to uh, Texas. Big Tex, once again, Texas State Fair, the 50-foot-tall cowboy. Nissan was busy there. They revealed the 2020 full-size Titan pickup. We'll tell you all about it.
0: That's right. We'll mosey on over to the bunkhouse get all that information meanwhile remember the gm strike
1: uh yes it's well (laughs) it's ongoing
0: (laughs) could the strike delay the delivery of the c8
1: corvette oh boy there'll be a lot of mad Mm -hmm. people about that for sure we'll talk about that and the next generation mini could be just that mini is mini returning to its roots with a small car big on the inside small on the outside
0: that's that's very cool very cool uh and plenty of deals 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 step right up (laughs) Uh, (laughs) anyway this time it's reduced prices on ford's f-150 talk about a popular vehicle
1: yeah and we're gonna talk tech it's lighter and more durable it's gorilla glass for your windshield so you're familiar with it with your phone You can drop it and smash it, and it doesn't break. Same thing could happen to your windshield.
0: Well, that's nice. Um, uh, I'm all for it. And Tesla talk. Uh, We're not making fun at this time. It's new software, Uh, a dog mode that gets owners in trouble. We'll talk about that. And, and yeah, that's interesting.
1: And a Tesla police car runs out of juice. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All that and an at-the-wheel review of the 2024 Ranger, which I was in this week. And check it out when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. It's the show you're listening to. Check us out over at cruisecontrolradio.com. Um, that can link over to our Facebook page and our Twitter feed and our YouTube page, and you can check out the podcast edition, all there, cruisecontrolradio.com. And uh, if you want to check out what I was driving this week, we've got some pictures up on our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page. So while you're there, give us a like. Driving the Ford Ranger, Aless, I I liked it overall. I know you were in it uh, a couple of weeks ago, right?
0: That's right. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's very nice. Uh, The the only real complaint I had was that there was a lot of pogoing from the back end.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, we'll talk about that and more when we come back on Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine with Fritz Taub and Les Jackson. We'll be right back. Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Is your car starting to show its age? Over time, paint becomes oxidized, faded, and scratched. But you can restore that tired paint and repair those scratches with the paint restoration system from 3M. It's an affordable way to make those repairs in your garage in just one afternoon with basic tools. The kit contains all of the restoration products and polishing pads you need to bring your vehicle's paint back to like-new condition. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com.
0: Cruise Control welcome back to cruise control lesson Fred at the wheel of the van we're about to trade the van in for a, just a few hours because we want to get behind the wheel of a new 2020 Nissan Titan
1: yeah big Tex, the 50-foot cowboy down there at the uh, at the Texas State Fair was driving it and uh, he said he's going to bring it back plenty of room that's there. right
0: <laughs> that's the that's the one is that the one that the, the arm waves yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, they revealed uh, they Nissan
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: revealed the new Titan, which is of course a, quite a truck, and it's got a good name. You know, it's 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 always been a, you know, it sounds like a robust name, and they've got a. They're calling it now uh, Powerful Warrior.
1: <laughs> Actually, I believe somehow that my nickname got in there, Powerful Warrior. Uh, um, I, oh, that must have been a mistake. No, that's what they ev- call it. <laughs> everyone everyone should
0: have a dream.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's funny because, you know, Hyundai is going to name a car after a, a medieval shield uh, name a pickup after medieval shield. Maybe this is a a trend and uh, an emerging trend, but um, pretty interesting here. A lot of restyle. Let's let's go through some of the things. Um, no more diesel. No more Cummins five no liter diesel. diesel. Uh, the reasoning behind that, I read a lot on that, and the reasoning was the price wise, it it kind of overlapped with the heavy duty version of the Titan, and it was just. Uh, it just kind of did not fit into the, uh, price point where you could get a heavy duty for just a little bit more, uh, as opposed to light duty diesel. It's interesting because obviously a lot of pickup manufacturers now, um, of course, GM and Ford and Ram all have light duty diesels. Uh, theirs are typically straight sixes or V sixes. Uh, the Titans was a five liter V eight great engine by Cummins, but, um, you know, it's not available anymore. But what you do get is a retuned 5.6-liter endurance V8 with 400 horsepower. That is the only engine, but it is the That's most it, powerful yeah. standard V8 in the class.
0: This may be a good strategy on their part.
1: I think I think it might be. Uh, it hasn't really caught on for them, the Titan, has it? Um, it's a great well, truck. Well,
0: it hasn't. It, it It is a great truck. And I remember when they launched it back, uh, wow, wow early, early, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and but and by the way, they're designed by their team in La Jolla, California.
1: And built in Texas, right?
0: And built in Texas. Um, but, you know, the Ram um, and and actually Toyota's Tundra are, just seem to take some of their sales away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, well, all that power flows through a nine-speed automatic transmission, you get the standard Nissan Safety Shield 360 tech all the way around, which, of course, is uh, the crash mitigation and lane keeping and all that, which is great news. a uh, Nine-inch high-resolution touchscreen display, and uh, the powerful Warrior exterior.
0: <laughs> That's right. New headlights, though. New headlights in that exterior.
1: You know why that is. That's for crash ratings, right? Exactly, 120 percent more
0: light output. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm all for that. I, you know, it's just, just, just you need all the, all, all the advanced warning you can get.
1: Yeah, um, and uh, there's LED pickup lighting that's been added to the pickup truck uh, bed. Uh, four sources of full surround lighting, new LED tail lights and tailgate finishers. Uh, and of course, you're going to get a Titan Pro 4X option, which features a black finisher with Platinum Reserve, a satin chrome finisher. Uh, that's that's the Platinum Reserve is their upscale model. You, you have to. It's interesting. You have to have a blacked out model when it comes to pickups now, don't you? You have to. Well, them. you
0: do. You do that. You, and you also have to have uh, really macho names for the colors
1: (laughs) exactly um so uh and they do gun metallic uh super black red um, alert red alert stuff like that yeah baja storm cardinal red these are great trucks i like when they came out you know why i liked when they came out they had that blocky style that was kind of popular with nissan trucks very squared off and then i thought it was kind of cool I always remember driving one of the first ones with the windows open, including the rear window, and and listening to the V8, thinking, this is kind of a fun truck, you know? Yeah. Also,
0: when they uh, introduced them, they were the first ones to have the uh, tracks in the back bed where the hold-downs could be slid along to any position.
1: Right. I like how manufacturers are, are really tricking out pickup truck beds, too, whether it's a, a cool tailgate or lighting or, as you said, cargo hold downs. I mean, you're basically taking a, a box and making it more interesting, you know? That's right. Very uh, versatile. Very versatile. So there you have it. We'll be uh, getting into the Nissan Titan more as it uh, becomes available uh, to check out and drive. Maybe we'll have someone on from Nissan to talk about that. Um, because it's, uh, it's a pretty cool truck. Now, when we come back, uh, we are going to talk about the GM Strike. It's ongoing, although they are making some progress, uh, but it is ongoing. Will this affect the delivery of the C8 Corvette? Remember, that caught them right at the point where they were changing over to production uh, from the C7 to Corvette uh, to the C8 Corvette down at Bowling Green. So we'll find out about that. Also, we'll talk about deals, deals, deals for the F 150 if you're shopping this weekend. So keep it tuned to Cruise Control Radio, your on air automotive magazine. Fred and Les will be right back. For the latest updates on cruise control, follow us on Twitter at cruisecontrolrad. Cruise Control Rad. That's C R U I S E C T R L R A D. Cruise Control Rad.
0: Cruise Control.
1: And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. We're glad you're riding with us in the Cruise Control van, taking you around the automotive industry. A lot going on this week, Les. A lot going on this week. We are are trying to cover it all. New reveals, new deals, and uh, just a ton of information. So we're glad you're here. Don't forget, check us out at CruiseControlRadio.com. Uh, where you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. i got some Facebook photos up there now showing off the uh, truck I was driving, the Ford Ranger, which I'm sure a lot of people will be interested to hear about. And our next story, we're going to figure out, will the strike, the ongoing strike at GM, although they are they are making progress, by the way. GM did restore the health benefits to the union workers, which is good. And they are uh, at the table and talking. There's no agreement just yet. But what happens if it continues? What will happen to the Chevrolet Corvette C8? Because the plant at Bowling Green, Kentucky has just shut down the C7 production and moved over to the C8. And they were going to add a second shift to build that car. So what will happen? Well, we've got news from the Bowling Green Daily News. They say the production remains unscheduled to begin in the near future and that 250 of the 400 workers that are going to be added to the Bowling Green plant are have already been moved into the area. Uh, and Bowling Green Assembly Plant Director Kai Spandy, who has been on our show, Cruise Control, many times, Said, we yep. hope that matters will be settled as soon as possible. We cannot speculate on the length of the strike, but we can confirm that we continue to do valuable work to support the successful launch of the 2020 Corvette Stingray. So there you have it. Well, um, what do you think? Uh, how long do you think the strike will go? I don't think it will go much more than another week. I really don't.
0: I don't think it. I certainly don't think it would go all the way through October.
1: No. No, so uh, I think they will get to building these things, and um, it would have been weird, I think, if they had not finished up the C7 production, <laughs> and certain cars were just kind of halfway built, and they <laughs> and they stepped out, right? But yeah, um, that would that would be awkward. That would be awkward, yeah. But uh, apparently, that's done, and they can make a clean start, and um, you know, it does not seem unless there is a breakdown in talks it does not seem that if you order a C8 you will be delayed um, it is amazing though so many people just jumping on it and ordering it I guess that second shift will be necessary right it sure will hmm.
0: but you know while uh, while they're not building anything there this gives a tremendous opportunity for the engineer managers to uh, to to actually uh, hands-on build some prototypes and work out more bugs.
1: Do you think they'll do that though? I don't know.
0: Oh, they well they always do that up front, you know, in the initial area and they have built some prototypes the factory itself, but I think this gives them an opportunity to to uh, just wring some out.
1: Mm, all right. Well, talking about next generation vehicles, Uh, There was some talk this week uh, in a recent interview from uh, Auto Express magazine, which I believe is uh, over in the UK, um, about the future of Mini. And now, of course, you and I love some of these original Minis. They were super small. They sort of defied uh, the laws of geometry, let's say, because they were very small on the outside, very big on the inside. I mean, these original ones, what, had 12-inch wheels? They had 12-inch wheels. They
0: were 10 feet long and 4 feet
1: wide. But you really did not feel like you were in a small car. Um, you didn't feel like you were in a big SUV either, but you didn't feel like you were jammed in there. I, I remember getting into one of those first-generation ones. My friend, when I was in grade school, my friend's brother had one. He had been uh, over in Europe for the Navy, and he brought one in. I don't I don't even know if you could buy minis in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. Could you buy them here in the U.S.?
0: Yeah, uh, you could. Well, I don't know about the early 70s, but certainly in the 60s you could buy them here, and um, I knew a couple people that had them.
1: And uh, I got in there, and I thought, this is really weird. How How is there so much room in here? I remember thinking that, and it was like a green color with a white roof, uh, it was a little uh, rough around the edges, but it was fun to ride. Uh,
0: it was it was fun. It, the engines were quite noisy. There was no sound insulation in them, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, kind of an upright steering column. But they they were just they were just cute, and fun.
1: Well, according to Auto Express, uh, they talked to the Mini brand boss Bernard Cober, who said. I would love to see many move back to the essence of clever use of space. That means the outer proportions on the core mini hatch could be reduced. I can see that happening because like most cars as they, as they age uh, and they go through their various permutations, the mini has grown pretty big. The clubman, the Countryman. countrymen, um, And uh, some of which are powered by 302-horsepower turbocharged four-cylinder engines. They've gotten much bigger. They've almost gotten like a small truck. And to go back to the early days where it's smaller could be fun. There's also talk they may go completely electric as well. So it would also work, wouldn't it?
0: Well, it would because you don't need to enlarge the thing if uh, if you're
1: electrifying it. And with the new safety... Uh, setups, uh, as far as automatic braking and things like that, you could go smaller and be just as safe. Couldn't you?
0: Absolutely. And the fact is the, you know, the mini, uh, hasn't slowed down in sales, right? They've been
1: out for boy, close to 20 years. It's not the least expensive car you can buy. That's for sure.
0: No, they, they are a little bit pricey. Mm. But, but I, I think they'll do this. I think that uh, what we've seen in these statements is, guess what we're going to do?
1: Yeah, it's it's certainly, it's either a test balloon or or it is a uh, harbinger of the future. Uh, I think it is a harbinger of the future, and it, it could be really cool. I want those 12-inch mini lights, though, to come back. I know they oh, weren't factory; they to. were aftermarket, right? That's right. right.
0: Gotta have them. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that 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 would be cool. That certainly would be cool. Uh, and an original Mini would be kind of a cool car to electrify, too, wouldn't it?
0: It would be, and and in fact, uh, maybe that's the smarter thing to do because engine wise, they you know they didn't have a whole lot of potential.
1: Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll keep you up to date on Mini. Um, at uh, Cruise Control Radio. Don't forget, check us out, cruisecontrolradio.com. Hey, if you miss an edition of Cruise Control Radio, don't feel bad because uh, you can check out the podcast edition of the show and find all your favorites there. We've been putting a lot of them up there and we encourage you to subscribe and follow along uh, with the Cruise Control Radio podcast edition as well. Uh, Okay, Les, it's time for me to say it. Who's got a pen? Uh (laughs) Aha. Deals, deals, deals. Deals, deals, deals. Yeah, if you're heading out this weekend, and and time is getting low because this deal ends the end of September. So you've got a couple of days. uh, But Ford has slashed the prices of the F-150. Now, of course, we told you about GMC doing this with the Silverado and GMC Sierra. And Ram has done some things for the Ram 1500. But now, check out these deals. These deals are for September, September only. So you got to head out right after the show. Don't don't leave before the show is over. But after Cruise Control Radio, head out to your Ford dealer. The F-150 XLT with a 302A package gets $6,500 cash back as well as a $1,500 trade assist deal plus a $750 Ford credit bonus for a cash deal. That's a savings of $8,750. Not bad. Wow. Now, there's some other deals here, too. We'll talk about that when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We're glad you're driving along with us in the cruise control van. We're covering the auto industry for you, whether you're buying a new vehicle or just checking out cool rides. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back, uh, Lesson Fred. Here we were talking about deals. Uh, you can still get them on Ford trucks, uh, but you only have a few days. In fact, two days, <laughs> <laughs> unless they extend it. And of course, car companies have been known to do that. But
1: I, I, uh, I hear the guy in the ad saying, "Don't delay. Do it right. now." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it's then the next thing you hear is, "By popular demand, we're extending it." Yes. Which means we still have some trucks we can sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, by the by the models, uh, the uh, one hundred and fifty F one hundred and fifty XLT popular model, very popular, gets a six thousand five hundred dollar cash back, as well as a fifteen hundred trade assist, plus a seven hundred and fifty Ford credit cash deal. Total eight thousand seven hundred
1: and fifty. That's some serious money, and then you can still make a deal too, can't you?
0: That's right. You can still make a deal.
1: Remember, Probably. dealers want these gone. They want them moved out.
0: That's right. Um, they, they, you know, they've got to do this. And if they don't move them out, then then the manufacturer has to pay uh, more money in the form of bonuses back to the dealers. Yeah. For the for the leftover 2019s.
1: So round that uh, money off from eighty-seven fifty to fifteen thousand. How's that sound? Okay, that <laughs> sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, there's some others though, right? That's
0: right. the uh, The XL and XLT uh, without what's known as the 302A package, which is all the stuff that everybody kind of wants. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a three thousand dollar bonus uh, cash uh, plus fifteen hundred plus seven fifty. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, 37.50, not shabby, mm-hmm. but what kind of surprises me, Fred, is that the Lariat, the Limited, and the Platinum, which are the most
1: expensive trucks, right, get to me the least uh rebates because dealers have the most of them on their lots, and that's what most people buy loaded. Ah,
0: hmm.
1: Uh, and meanwhile, that XLT is not a bad package. That's kind of the mid mid level truck, yeah, but it may not have dis- may not have leather seats. But you can always add leather seats.
0: Well, that's of course, and uh, many people, me included, don't particularly like
1: leather seats. We like cloth seats. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's an interesting deal if you are a first responder. Now, it says eligible first responders, typically means uh, firefighters, police, uh, EMTs. Um, You will also get a $1,000 discount, and the above-mentioned discounts will not be available on diesel. You can't get a discount on a Raptor, an F-650, or an F-750. You ever see those F-750 pickups? That's what you need, Les. That's That's what you (laughs) need. Yeah,
0: just a little
1: large. (laughs) And once again, these discounts will run through uh, the uh, September thirtieth. You had some numbers on um, vehicles sold, though, on uh, pickup trucks, right? That's right. We've we've talked about this in uh, past shows,
0: and just where exactly do the uh, do the trucks, uh, the big the big uh, three, Ford, Ram, and uh, Chevy. And of course, Ford is for the what? This is the thirty-eighth year now. That, uh, is the number one selling truck. Yeah, it's a bit of a trend. And uh, so I looked up the numbers, and uh, for year-to-date, Ford's uh, at uh, almost just under four hundred and fifty thousand in sales. Wow. Uh, number two is Ram at uh, two hundred. Well, with three hundred thousand. Right. So they're a hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand less than Ford, but they've jumped from 2018. They've they've come up almost fifty or sixty thousand trucks over what they did last year. So it's pretty big. And then Chevy is down there in the low four hundred thousands. Uh, I'm sorry, the uh, low. Uh, 200 thousands 230 240 or so so clearly ram is uh, the solid number two
1: remember too why they get a lot of those numbers and it was really smart they continued to build the older version of the truck and they call it a classic or something like that uh really smart because if you go in there and you want a brand new ram truck and you look at the current model and say whoa i can't afford that but hey, here's an option of a well-proven truck uh, with a little bit older design, but it is brand new with a full warranty. You're not going to walk out of the dealership. You're going to say like, well, exactly. hey, this looks good.
0: Exactly. And the other thing, and I know you'll agree, uh, is that the the Chevys and the GMC equivalents just just aren't uh, aren't significantly changed in the last few years
1: yeah I would agree. You look at RAM, you look at uh, F150, F150's got all kinds of engine options, uh, all the latest technology. They have that little knob where you can steer if you, uh, you can steer your truck if you're backing your your uh, boat up to a boat ramp, they have a lot of technology. RAM interior. it's amazing. They have that huge incredible huge, huge screen in the middle on some of their trucks. Really like you're in a luxury car. Uh, The ride quality is great. They have uh, uh, the air suspension. They have the coil springs. Ride quality is great. Diesel offered. A couple of different engines offered. Uh, You got the Hemi power. And then you got Silverado. It just doesn't stand out at all. No.
0: When I I got into a, a, a new Silverado this past spring, and to me, I honestly couldn't tell Any significant difference from the Silverados of six or seven years ago.
1: Yeah. And they went a little too safe on the design, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: A wee bit. Yeah. Well, uh, how about this? Let's talk a little tech. You love to talk tech, don't you?
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, Have you ever had this happen? I've had this happen. I've had this happen on press cars. You're driving along. A stone comes out of nowhere. There's no cars anywhere you're not going on under an overpass and boom you got a chip right in your windshield and it's right where you look and it's not big but it's still a chip and it's annoying because it's right there right uh well I, I, i didn't yeah my dad had this happen on a new car like literally the first or second week he had it and it's always annoyed me so you know, it's like, what do you do? You can't be like a, a you know, the the off road guys having tear offs or or replacing your windshield every every couple of weeks. Uh, so now there's a new company called Hyper Performance Glass Products, and they have a windshield that resists chips and cracks and weighs thirty percent less. They're starting out um, with one for the F one fifty, so it all tails in here. We're talking about the F-150. Uh, and it, the technology here is interesting. It replaces the inner ply of the tra- traditional windshield, which was, uh, it's basically like a film to hold the glass together, right? Yeah, it's just a
0: sandwich of, uh, of uh, absolutely clear plastic in between two pieces of annealed glass.
1: Well, well now uh, they've replaced that inner ply Uh, with annealed glass in there. It's thinner, it's more flexible, and it stays two times stronger at resisting impacts from sharp stones, five times stronger than conventional windshields while being 30% lighter. They test this stuff by uh, shooting big globs of ice from pneumatic guns to replicate severe, severe hail. So, The problem, the only problem with this stuff is uh, that uh, this windshield for the F-150 cost $900, which is uh, significantly more than what you normally pay for a windshield. Uh, And it uses this chemically tempered tempered gorilla glass uh, that replaces that inner ply with two layers of annealed glass. This is like what you have on your cell phone. uh, So you can drop it or hit it with stuff and it doesn't necessarily break uh i think this will be a trend though i mean that right now they offer this for jeep wranglers it comes standard on the ford gt supercar but it's lighter and stronger weighs less i think we're going to see this on a lot more cars what do you think
0: well i don't know um, I, I think you're going to see it on high-end cars, but I think for quite a while it'll be an option, if if available at all, on lower end. Uh, there is a huge windshield uh, industry out there, mm-hmm. replacement and repairs, and um, I don't see that going away for any time soon. Also, Um, You know, the the side glass gets broken, as I saw this week. My my press car failed to arrive because they were running a lawnmower next to it, and it blasted out a side window.
1: Wow. Somebody's paying for some glass. I'm not leaving Mm -hmm. here until I get your name. Hey, when we come back, we're going to do some Tesla talk about a dog mode and a Tesla police car. And we're going to have an at-the-wheel review of the 2020 Ford Ranger. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. We'll be right back. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Feeling a little dim? Don't blame your brain or the weather. Hazy headlights may be the problem. Hazed or cloudy plastic headlights can reduce your vehicle's visibility on the road, making it very difficult to see the road and for other cars to see you. Now you can restore plastic headlight lenses to like-new clarity with the Lens Renewal Kit from 3M, an easy-to-use solution for removing the yellowing and hazing that reduces headlight performance and visibility. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com.
0: Cruise Control. And welcome back. Welcome back. Fred and I are rolling toward the end of the hour. We do want to have our Tesla moment.
1: Tesla Talk. That's our name Tesla of our talk. new segment.
0: That's right. But on the good side, Tesla has a an app uh, that tells you uh, if you leave your dog in the car, Right. it uh, lets you know what the temperature in the car is. Uh, so that, you, you know, first of all, don't do that. But... But if you do, at least uh, Tesla's owners can monitor the temperature. It seems to me you could just tell it to turn on the air conditioning.
1: Well, here's the problem. I mean, great app and a great thing for dogs. But people are like breaking windows of Teslas because they see a dog in there. Yeah. And they don't hear the engine running because there is no engine running. But meanwhile, it's cool. So people have taken to putting decals on their windows like, don't worry about my dog. I have the Tesla dog mode on here, and, yeah. and he is completely comfortable. He's air-conditioned, and he's not hot. And uh, several people have come out, and there's police officers there, and they're like, telling them, your dog's, you know, going to overheat. And they're like, no, let me show you. It has dog mode on. Um, and Tesla put out a cool thing with a dog looking at a display, you know, the big display in the center that says dog mode. <laughs> and it has a picture of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> that's right. Uh, they're like, no, he's completely comfortable, and he he, it's just silent, and he, it's air conditioned, and he's you know relaxing, and uh, that's it. So uh, they have to basically tell people that they're fine. But here is an interesting thing: Tesla released their version 10 software, and it it's got some crazy features, including Smart Summon, which will allow cars equipped with the optional as Tesla puts it, full self-driving package to automatically drive themselves from a parking spot to collect you in, in the parking lot. Okay. Yep. And then yep. less exciting but still interesting, Spotify support, full Spotify uh, support for premium members. Tesla theater mode, when you're parked, includes live TV from Netflix, YouTube, and Hulu Plus, which would give you uh, TV, full TV. Uh, and uh, so this is the other thing. Uh, it also involves karaoke, karaoke mode, where you can sing and have a karaoke experience with a mass massive library of music and lyrics. Uh, that's me. Yeah. I'm there. <laughs> and a cuphead port. <laughs> for Tesla Arcade with in-car gaming software. So, there you go. Um, okay. Yeah, so there you go. But
0: there's, there's a, a downside.
1: Big... <laughs> What's the downside?
0: The downside is when you have a t- Tesla police car.
1: Oh, yes. You have to charge it, otherwise it not You have work. to
0: charge it. This uh, occurred in San Francisco. Yep. Uh, they were chasing, and, uh, well, it ran out of juice, and... There you are. Uh, you can hear the siren go, <laughs> 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 That's
1: right. <laughs> so it goes. Uh, yeah, they were doing a 10-mile pursuit. Uh, the officer began the shift at 2 p.m. The pursuit didn't begin till about 11 p.m., but somebody on the last tour didn't plug the car in. and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, there are other gas-powered cars that took over the chase, but You got to remember to plug it in. Otherwise, it doesn't work. Right?
0: It's a basic function.
1: Yeah. It's like just plugging in your cell phone. If you don't plug it in,
0: it's not going to work. It's very, it's it's in silent mode if you don't
1: plug it in. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's do an at-the-wheel review. I had the Ranger, Ford Ranger, and this is interesting. I have the Ford Ranger XLT, which is the middle model uh, that starts at XL, XLT, and Lariat, but uh, I actually have the window sticker from the same color vehicle uh, in the Lariat mode. I had the XLT. So if you're over on our Facebook page and you see pictures of my test vehicle that was an XLT, you're right. I'm just going to talk about the numbers here on the Lariat, which is about $4,000 more expensive than the XLT. Lariat brings in uh, things like um, leather seating, which I think is the big biggest upgrade and that. Uh, but mine was lightning blue. Uh, and it had the base engine. Now there's only one engine on this vehicle. It is a 2.3-liter EcoBoost engine. It's a turboed engine, twin scroll. Um, and uh mine was the super crew, so four doors with the five-foot bed. If you order a super cab, which is the one with the little tilt outdoors and also back seat, uh, you will get a six-foot bed, and that's the only configurations that are out there right now. You might ask, well, how does the Ford Ranger differ in size uh, between the uh, Ranger and the F-150? Just to give you an idea, the length of an F-150 with the crew cab and the shortest bed available is 243 two hundred forty three inches uh, and the Ranger's 210 inches. Hmm. Uh, wheelbase three at- feet. Three feet, right? The wheelbase of the F one fifty is one hundred and forty five. The wheelbase of the Rangers one twenty six point eight. Cab height of the F one fifty is seventy seven point three inches. Cab height of the Ranger seventy one point five inches. Um, that two liter EcoBoost twin scroll doesn't do too bad on the uh, numbers. Two hundred and seventy horsepower, three hundred and ten pound feet of torque. Uh, compared to the EcoBoost in the um, F-150, which would get 325 horsepower, 400 foot-pounds of torque. Towing's pretty good on the Ranger. 750 pounds of towing, 1,650 pounds of cargo. Uh, five-foot bed. Um, I have to say I loved driving this thing on the road. It felt like a truck, though. It definitely did. Ours had the 4x4 four, uh, setup, and it was sprung pretty stiffly. Um it is a pickup truck. It is not hiding the fact that it is a pickup truck. <laughs> Ours had the um, did not have the leather seats because it was the XLT. It had uh, tan, light-colored interior, uh, which was already showing some signs of dirt, unfortunately. But the uh, interior is nice. Uh, we had navigation with the SYNC 3 system. I uh, had a good sound system with Sirius XM. Uh, all the safety stuff that you would want. Um, and good room. Um uh, We put this thing to good use. We hauled a bunch of furniture as well as groceries with it. You can flip up the rear seat, uh, and there's some nice storage underneath that, so it was real good. Uh, We put the uh, five-foot bed to good use with that furniture. It came with a factory uh, spray-in liner, which was really cool. Uh, And a lot of people loved it. I think they were attracted to the lightning blue. One guy pulled up and said, boy, you're ready for the snow with that. And I said, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, at, you get, uh, the terrain system where you can select with a rotary selector, uh, to go into, uh, the four x four mode, uh, which is real easy. So there's no shifting or anything like that. Just spinning a knob real easy to do this. Uh, it had Ford pass connect, uh, with a four G, um, fi hotspot lane, keeping pre collision assist, Uh, reverse sensing, rear view camera, of course. So all there. Uh, Daytime running lights, fully boxed steel frame. Um, You know, very, very good. Now, what didn't I like? Well, I felt that uh, even though the horsepower numbers are decent, I felt that at times it could use a little more horsepower uh, when getting on the highway and things like that. Uh, The ride, I can't complain about because it is a truck. Uh, It's interesting. Uh, You got great visibility. Uh, it feels good on the road. When you sit there, the shape of this hood of the new vehicle reminds me of the old Ranger, very much so. Um, but uh, good good room in the uh, super cab, super crew cab. Uh, Five-foot bed's not bad. When you look at this side of it, any of these vehicles, the wheelbase, it, it moves the rear wheels up kind of forward to the front of the bed, which is kind of a weird look. But if you look at any of these um uh, mid-sized vehicles with this with the crew cap you'll get that. But let's talk about some numbers here. uh You're looking at probably around forty-three thousand dollars, forty-four thousand with destination. That's Ooh. for the Lariat version, top of the line. But ha- there you have it, Ford Ranger on Cruise Control Radio. I'm Fred stop I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. Bye. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.